Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Best of Five. My name is Elon, and uh, unfortunately, Sharpie could not be with us tonight. Everybody, be sure to send out some spirit bombs her way. Uh, however, I, 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 I am reaching as high as I can while keeping my hands on screen. Oh, well. Uh, however, I'm still here, and second best is never bad. Actually, third best is never bad. Speaking of second best, Steve, how's it going? <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, good God. night, I'm, Canada. I'm lightheaded because I'm laughing really hard right now. Holy <laughs> just going right for the jugular <laughs> like not even a minute into the show look i missed look i'll look i'm gonna i'm gonna break the host character real quick but i feel like we've all just been like having a rough go at it lately and last week was my week to have a super rough go so i'm sorry we weren't here it was mostly my fault i do apologize however it, we are well, here today it's my fault as well i i i had uh no. Some nope, things nope, pop nope, up nope, at the nope. at the uh, last minute, which required my immediate attention. But they are okay now. Great. Uh, yay for okay. Uh, but, you know, like, we all have our rough times, and it's difficult for us to take time to take care of ourselves. But at the end of the day, we all got to do some of that. So I do apologize. However, we are here today, and uh, I have a lot of pent-up opinions and things that we weren't able to get to yet last week. Specifically, I, uh, about Guilty Gear stuff. Wait, no, Guilty Gear stuff came out this past week. Never mind. Yeah. Anywho, you, you know, I know Sunday was a rough day for you. Sunday you was a rough. To watch a, you didn't get to watch a whole lot of entertainment, but that's okay. We are yeah. not a Formula One podcast. We are a fighting game podcast, and as you can see, we've got a lot to talk about this week. Yes, we do, and uh, also, I am really sad that Lando Norris. Uh, had himself a little spinny woo and got hurt, but he's fine now. Uh, however, this is Best of Five. You're watching it. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate you guys being here. Tonight on the show, you see all the topics down there. It took me a good three days to make this graphic, so read it. We're going to talk about what happened this past weekend and last weekend. We're going to talk about the KOF 15 reveal. Finally, we got some meat on the bone of the KOFs. Uh, we got some block grabs. We're going to talk Guilty Gear. We're going to talk some other stuff. Quick Hits is going to be a new recurring segment on this show where we just basically lightning round all of the remaining topics that we don't have time for. So get ready for all that. Yesterday's F run base was best of two. Okay, that's good. Even though it wasn't yesterday, it was two days ago, but I got you. Oh, man, that's good. Thank you, Jake. I appreciate Look, time that. time... Time is an abstract construct as of t March 2020. So <laughs> if, if we want to call it yesterday, it was yesterday. Very true. I agree. It was yesterday. We shoot the show on Monday. Today's Monday. I'm kidding. Today's Tuesday. That means I'm going to go ahead and highlight it. Steve, I think it's time for us to talk recap, huh? Yes, let's do that. Um Let's start with a whole... We had a whole lot of things go down over the past couple weeks. Mm -hmm. uh, let's start with some Street Fighter action. We had a couple of Capcom Pro Tour events to catch up on. Uh, weekend before last was the first Central America East qualifier. And it was a good weekend 
for Mena RD, held off Mono in the Grand Final to once again qualify for Capcom Cup. The former champion will get another shot at at uh, repeating as champion, trying to become the first player to win two Capcom Cups in the same Street Fighter game. Uh, you see Mono in second. Zero Stress, great name there, rounding out the podium. Uh, you also see uh, some familiar players like Kaba, Louis Man tying for ninth, along with arguably one of the best names of the weekend, Phoenix Wright. Hell yeah, that All is right. a qu- quality name there. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're, we have we have a best name of the week award to be giving out this week, so we're, we're putting that one in the in the list. Phoenix Wright, good job on the name. We do have some new names that we can uh, take a look at because last weekend, or this past weekend, I should say, was the CPT event for the Republic of South Africa. Hell yeah. The African continent finally gets a Capcom Cup event. It gets a Capcom Cup qualifier as well by the name of Billy Date, uh, who held off uh, Jabhim in the grand final. Crazy Gunjack and Apollo rounding out the top four. But, Billy Day, congratulations. We are going to see you in Capcom Cup. So, an, an, it's great. This is my favorite part of these online qualifiers, is that you get players who don't normally get these ch- chances to go to uh, events in more established community countries, like the U.S., like France, or... UK, but they show that they've got a chance to play, and that they, you know, when you put the spotlight on them, there, there's some pretty good players out there that don't come from traditional powerhouse countries. So, Billy Day, congratulations! We will see you at Capcom Cup. Uh, the other Street Fighter competition uh, under Capcom's umbrella is the Street Fighter League, and the Japanese. Street Fighter League held its draft uh, last weekend. Uh, Six players got drafted. Uh, Not every team had uh, free space. Uh, So Mildon Beast, uh, Daigo Squad picked up Morozo and YHC Mochi. Uh, Nagoya Oja Bodystar, captained by MOV, uh, picked up Akira and Oniki. And Saishukan Soul Kumamoto, the team captained by Nemo, uh, is picked up Nishikin and Yanai. So, if you ha- if these are actual like the the we've seen different team approaches between the U.S. and Japanese Street Fighter leagues. All pretty much all of these teams have actual sponsors. Mm-hmm. At this point, aside from like uh, Shinobiism and Gilgun, but so so many of these teams are partnering with uh, commercial companies, mm-hmm. much like you see in a lot of like Japanese baseball teams. So mm-hmm. it's interesting to see that approach versus in the U.S., where yeah, in the U.S. league we've seen we're starting to see actual esports teams for the first time or a full roster of full esports teams Very true. for the first time 
Very true. But man, man some of these teams are messed up. All all there's quality all, are, yeah. all throughout this league. Man, um, I, like immediately, and the chat noticed it too. Uh, I know Big for Lil and Finitude kind of saw the bottom team there. V six plus uh, FAV Roto Z with Sako, Bonchan, Ryusei, and Takedo all on the same team. That's crazy. Also, that right above them, Fujimura, Higuchi, Otani, and Momochi all on the same team as well. Sheesh. Thank Saved you it. for rounding that out. Saved because it. <laughs> that was going to be a very long beep. Saved it. My beep sound is like like three quarters of a second, I think. Mm-hmm. And that would have, I would have had to double it up. It would have been awkward. Okay. Um, it well, it, it would have been pretty pricey. Well, you that's know, what I'm here for, Steve. I could have covered it by becoming a, a Smash Ultimate player and making Smash Summit. Oh. Does that because mean we're that, going over to Smash Summit? That means we're going to Smash Summit. Uh, this past weekend was the uh, Smash Summit, the ultimate summit, I should say. Mm. Uh, the Invitational for Smash Ultimate. Huge, huge prize pool. Mm-hmm. Over $100,000 uh, doled out. And the biggest chunk goes to Tweak, who held off two-time champion MK Leo in the grand final. Uh, Spargo rounding out the top three, so a double podium for Mexico. Uh, but Tweak taking home 47 k for his victory. Um, wow. 23000 plus for MK Leo. Spargo taking home 19 k not even the players who went 0 and 2 in the main tournament, like mm-hmm. uh, Dark Wizzy, Ken, Cosmos, and Adamus or Adams, Adamus. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I am. We'll going just call to him get Adam. Torn to shreds. <laughs> I'm gonna get torn to shreds for them. They each Sorry. get 2,200 for showing up. Yeah. So I mean, hey. nice, nice work if you can get it. Mm-hmm. Also, shout-outs to Moist Esports for getting two players in top. Yeah, do you know the story behind Moist Esports? No. So, Moist Esports is run by uh, a streamer here on Twitch. A very big streamer. It goes by Moist Critical, uh, also known as a YouTuber, uh, named Penguinzor. And he had a bunch of these Smash Ultimate tourneys, and the two people who won the most of those Smash tourneys, he like made sure they were in Summit. And they covered everything, and they made sure that whatever money they won, they kept. So big ups to Moist Esports uh, for their entry. Uh, 25% of top eight is Moist Esports. Big big showing for a very big, big, big result for a first showing. So, hey, big ups to Charlie and the crew over at Moist Critical there on Twitch. They can count themselves among America's Moist Wanted. And that is your one wrestling reference for the day. Let's go back in time a weekend uh, to there was a pretty big online uh, Guilty Gear tournament that took place called the Big Levo Three. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was two major events un- under this umbrella: the European event and the North American event. Uh, on the European side of things, Slash uh, from Saudi Arabia took home top honors, held off Barry Bones in the grand final. Uh, Bootfellit and Zando 
rounding out your top four. Also, special shout outs to Latif. Oh uh, man, yeah. Top eight. Yeah. Still kicking it. Still doing the thing in Saudi Arabia. Um, so congratulations to him. Congratulations to everyone. Uh, on this side of the Atlantic, it oh, is oh, Marn. <laughs> Marn's back, baby. Marn is back. Uh, held off uh, Red Ditto in the grand final. Timo. Uh, oh, wow, Timo's back, too. Wow. T- yeah, Timo. I haven't seen him in a while. Uh, and Mysterious Stranger rounding out your top four. Punk making top eight as well. Meta RD, top 16. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty good. Uh, same weekend he got into Capcom Cup, so kept himself pretty busy. Yeah, also Shine in top nine. Is that New York Shine? Or is that another Shine? I know there's multiple Shines out there. I am not 100% sure. I'll have to double check that in a little bit. Um, but right now, I'm moving. Okay, I'm let's moving. move it. Keep moving. We, it. We, talked, we talked about Europe. We talked about North America. Why not talk about Europe versus North America? The opening event of the Dragon Ball Fighters World Championship. You, there are two events under this, uh, uh, at this event. First tournament was a 16-person invitational. Uh, Europe dominated that one. Uh, Wawa, Gila, and Kane completing a French sweep of the podium. Nitro, the best finishing American there, uh, finishing fourth. Uh, Mr. Popo, a young German player, making a name for himself, uh, making it into top eight. So good run for him. Uh, So that was day one. Day two was a team exhibition, 5v5 USA versus France. France took that one pretty convincingly, 5-2 in both sets. Uh, Both sets, excuse me. Wow. Let yeah. me get the, uh... So oh, Big Furlow mentioned exactly what I was going to mention. It seems like uh, the Europe's winning a lot over the U.S. here because they took the Kumite, they took the the Strive 10v10, now they're taking DBZ, DBFC World Championships. Pretty crazy. I mean, you've got... I mean, it's not crazy, but you know what I mean. They also yeah. took Evo, the last Evo that was in person, right? They've got so... There are so many strong... European players, specifically so many strong French players. Because, I mean, let me just read off their squad for the 5v5. It was Kaiden, Gila, Kane, Wawa, and Yasha. Those are some pretty damn good players. Yeah, and let's look at where they ended up. <laughs> three of them are in top three. <laughs> it, it, it was a pretty dominant performance. Uh, for the French side in uh, Dragon Ball Fighters this past weekend. Uh, you also had uh, four uh, Tekken Online Challenge Master events over the past weekend. There's two more actually coming out, uh, coming up this coming weekend. So that's something to watch. Uh, speaking of stuff to watch, Capcom Pro Tour is going dark for a... Uh, a couple weekends so 
this is a good opportunity to expand your horizons a bit mm-hmm. because this weekend is the first of Vortex Gallery. This is the event that was formerly known as Anime Evo. Uh, you've got a ton of games under this umbrella. And I mean a ton. It's like 70 tournaments, I think, over the next four weeks. Actually, five, because they just announced that they're going to do a Strive Tournament first weekend of October. Yeah, no, I think they said uh, they said 80 total just for September. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's wild out here. It is a ridiculous, ridiculous uh, tournament. Uh, we've actually got the schedule for this coming weekend up, if you... Sorry, are able so to pull it up. It's, it's resized a little weird, so I apologize. You can blame the software that we use and not me, because it's not my fault. I will, uh, I will tweet it out a little later this week. But uh, you've got game, you've got a whole bunch of games. You've got JoJo's on there. You've got Blaze Blue Central Fiction. You're more, you're more typical anime tournament games. Your Uniclears, uh, but you've also got some. Some games that are a little outside the expected. Uh, Dan Kuga on Friday night. That should be fun. If you want to pull up Saturday, uh, there's some, there's Neo Turf Masters, the Ooh. old SNK golf game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got Puyo Puyo Champions in the mix alongside things like Sam Show 5 Special, More Central Fiction, Twinkle Star Sprites. Uh, and then Sunday, closing off weekend one, you've got Asuka 120%, uh, along with more Uniclear, uh, more Central Fiction, and some Fexel. So, and like I said, I will be tweeting out this schedule a little later this week. Um, and this is the first of four in a row, mm-hmm. five in a row, actually, with some, uh, with some action going yeah. on, so it, it's going to be fun. That is, I, I, I'm blown away every time we hear about the crew over. Well, now they're called what's it? Production eight oh five? No, nine five six productions. Nine five six productions. Thank you. Uh, I'm always blown away. Formerly known as Enemivo, now nine five six productions, and now running Vortex Gallery. They they do they work. They do some work. And everything I've seen from theirs is always amazing. So big ups to them. Uh, not a very easy thing to do running over or like 80 tournaments in a month. <laughs> so big ups to them. Oh, yeah. So if you are interested in signing up, you can still do so for most events. Uh, if you go to smash.gg slash Vortex Gallery. Oh, yeah. Steve, did we have anything else on the recap or on the what to watch? Uh, that That's the thing I'm really excited for. I, I just want to see something a little different. Mm-hmm. I've never seen Don Kuga. Uh, I, I've never really watched uh, Asuka 120%, so mm-hmm. I'm trying to make sure that I catch a, at least a little bit of that. You know what I'm going to be? Weekend. Oh, I'm gonna, I kind of want to watch Le- Lethal League. That game is fun as hell, and it, like, Tournament of Lethal League? I don't think I've ever seen, like, high-level 
Lethal League before, so I'm excited to see it. You know what? There is something uh, that I forgot to mention. Oh, and yeah. I forgot to make the graphic for it. <laughs> we had a big offline event this past weekend. Summer Jam. Summer Jam. Big ups to Philly, man. I heard that tournament. I heard that whole event went really well. So big ups to Big E, Jamillion, and the crew over at Big E Gaming over in Philly. Can I can I peel back the curtain a little bit? Go for bit? it. Go for um, it. Peel it. So banana. A, f- a few weeks ago, um, we are. We, I started transitioning uh, the graphics for the show um, from GIMP, uh, which is the name of the program that I used to use, Open Access or uh, Open Source, I should say, uh, to Photoshop and. The templates that I use for these graphics don't necessarily transfer over, so I have to recreate them, especially with the new look that we've got. And the old graphic that I used for the multi-game tournament roundup, I haven't had a chance to make yet, so I'm sorry. But let me just read off some of the winners here. I do have them on the ticker below, uh, so if you want to give them some love, you can. Uh, Grover won BB Tag, Hoodless won DOA 6, Chris G won Dragon Ball and Marvel 3, uh, Zombamu won Grand Blue, uh, K7 Showoff is your Guilty Gear Strive champion, Gur won MK Ultimate, Chimera won Power Rangers, uh, Tau got the win in Sam Show, Linkors did it in Soul Calibur 6, No Need to Talk won Street Fighter 5, uh, Shadow 20Z won Tekken. Jaren is your Ultra Street Fighter 4 champion. Chief Flash number 0942 won Virtua Fighter. And Windjammers, let's put another name in the name of the week category. Windjammers won by Santa with Muscles. <laughs> nice. Okay, so... It's uh, the two final names in the name of the week are Santa with Muscles and Phoenix Wright. Phoenix Wright. Okay, so chat, you're going to vote Phoenix Wright or Santa with Muscles. Who wins name of the week? And then we'll, we'll, send, them a, we'll send them like a thumbs up or something via social media. I don't know. I just, I just came up with all this on the fly. I didn't even tell Steve I was going to do this. Uh, <laughs> so you got, while you guys decide that, Steve... I think it's time for us to move. Okay, hold on. I was going to move on, but the chat is quite literally split on this. <laughs> with Santa with muscles and Phoenix right, right down the middle. Oh, hold on. Hold on. I, I, let, me, let me bring Ace Queen in on this. What is the better name? Santa with muscles or Phoenix right? Phoenix Wright is your winner. Phoenix Wright. Well, no, now we got some more votes. See, now that people... It, it doesn't have to be scientific. It is what it is. <laughs> All right, so we got... Let's see. One, two, three, four for Phoenix Wright. And then one, two... I think Phoenix Wright wins it overall. Oh, that was adorable. For those of you listening... Ace Queen Officer just came in and gave Steve a big old smooch right on the face. It was adorable. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she she was happy about Phoenix Wright winning. Dude, I mean, hey, 
So, Phoenix Wright, congratulations. You've won the funny name of the week. We'll be sending you a thumbs up via social media or something like that in your future. Okay. So, so now she's throwing things at me because she's not happy about Phoenix Wright winning. Even though she voted for Phoenix Wright, I don't know what's going on. I, I just... That, that, let, let's get that out of here. That That's... Wow. All right, so on the <laughs> now that we've now got that we've some brought King of yeah, fighters to talk to now that we've brought out about. the now that we've brought out the knee braces, let's go ahead and move over to something that broke all of our expectations. Huh? Did, did they fighters, break them? It shattered them. Shattered them. It shattered them like a shattered knee. Uh, <laughs> uh King of Fighters fifteen finally. We can talk about this game not just with characters from the past or characters that are being announced. Now we can talk about this game as an actual game because on it was the first announcement of Gamescom First Night Live uh, on the pre-show. Literally how they started the whole thing. You know, the they had the dude from his house talking about how they got some exciting stuff. Then all of a sudden, just King of Fighters 15. It was pretty awesome. I'm a big fan of it. And they gave us a very, very comprehensive trailer that I'm pretty excited to uh, watch. You ready for it? This is going to be outside of block grab because this is a big thing. And there's a couple things to block grab at the end. Right. Absolutely. So, so, so let's dive into this. Here we go. King of Fighters 15. I hit okay, I think we're good. Did we do it? Did we do it? Here we go. Yeah. Shatter all expectations. Our KOF 15. Our uh, our sheet broke. I'm gonna fix it while we're watching King of Fighters go. Thirty-nine fighters get in the ring. Are you ready? Okay, come on. And then the confirmation. And heroes from all the KOF sagas return for KOF 15! Whoa! So yeah, the, we have a leak. But here, here's gameplay. Actual gameplay. Execute rush combos with simple button presses. That one's scary. We'll talk about it. Is it? The most simple button presses, though? That's always scary to me to hear. However... I'm willing to, I'm willing to, I'm willing to... Yeah, we can talk about do, that. Do the benefit of the doubt. Uh-oh. Oh my goodness, that, that is drip. Of men <laughs> that, that is... We're, we're gonna have to go back and highlight a couple things here. A climax beyond all expectation. Yeah, there's like new characters, old characters, everybody. It, it almost has that... Oh, and there it is. Everybody get hyped. Everybody get crazy. Everybody just type rollback in the chat because we're excited. Please. 300 songs! Dude, this has a very, very distinct Smash Ultimate Everybody's Here feel to it. Wait, Steve? 
But it, it's not all. Because we have the biggest announcement of them all right after this badass piece of art. We got a date, baby. It's next year, though. comes with a DLC pass that contains well, we six gonna be next year. DLC characters. Yep. Early purchases include the DLC There's a Mark costume, of the Wolf. Mark of the Wolves, Terry. Additionally, digital only Work in progress. DLC costume, Classic Leona. All right, that's the trailer. So that's a huge information dump. Uh, and I think it's such a huge difference from from how uh, how King of Fighter 14 was handled. Because uh, I'm pretty excited about this. I'm not going to lie. It just felt like this was like all I've been wanting instead of those uh, character one by one reveals. So I'm a fan. I'm in. I pr I pr I'm if I haven't pre-ordered it yet, I'm going to pre-order right after the show. It, 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 there's definitely a lot to love there. Um, you, 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 when you mentioned that Smash Ultimate vibe, um, that kind of, that, that kind of struck with me because it does feel like they're, they're paying a lot between that and the classic costumes for, uh, Terry and Leona. They're paying homage and, and the massive, uh, jukebox. Mm -hmm. they're paying so much homage to the series itself. It, it felt like King of Fighters 14 was a game, and, you know, with the transition from sprites to 3D models, most of the focus was on that, and it definitely showed uh, with the early trailers for 14. 15, not only have they, uh, you know, visually it's a much more impressive game, uh, but it just feels like they're doing a lot of things to make King of Fighters the video game mm -hmm. as good as it can be. Because, you know, I, I said it a few times when Street Fighter V came out. Whatever your thoughts on Street Fighter V, the fighting game, that contributed to some of the game's struggles. But most of it, in my opinion, be was because of the issues with Street Fighter V the video game, the whole package, mm -hmm. yep. and things like the music, things like rollback netcode. Hopefully it's quality rollback netcode. Those sorts of things make it feel like this game is going to be successful. You know, For sure. You know, Man, mechanics, it's... we'll see. But Yeah. I mean, look. I feel like... There, there's... I feel like the, the recent discussion around new fighting games has been mostly centered around rollback or not right but yeah. at the end of the day we do have to remember there's more to there's more to a game than online play if you it doesn't quite feel like it right now right especially since we are <laughs> well, in a pandemic the the eight the previous 18 months or so would say otherwise i know i'm getting to the point here the point is we also have to remember, we, as the FGC, are like a fraction of a fraction of the consumers who are going to be purchasing this game. So, while you or myself, Steve, or anybody in the chat uh, can generally just go do a little bit of training mode and then hop online, 
a lot of people usually don't even look at that online as an option, good or bad netcode. They just want to go through the story. They just want to have some fun with their friends and then put it on the shelf and play it again later, right? So making the whole package an attractive purchase is a big thing. And with this trailer, the fact that it looks amazing, I think it's just such a huge, like there's so much polish on it, which I'm a huge fan of. Uh, like, look at this. Hold on, I'm gonna pull it. I'm gonna pull it up. Pull it up. Look at this. This looks so good. It's flashy. It's got you know. Uh, it still has the three on three team battle. I thought they said they were gonna rework it, but you know what? Who cares? This looks good. It's it's got all of the uh, bells and whistles on it. It looks amazing. It looks like it feels great. And they can, go over some of the systems as well. So we're gonna talk about that in a little bit. Can you um, can you pull back the that? Right where you pulled up, um, where it showed the, um, like the health bar, sure. the UI, because that felt a little placeholdery. Eh. Like uh, it, it, I, I, I'm, I'm down with it, and here's why: uh, it's functional, right? I think uh, I was actually watching Maximilian. I was watching Maximilian go over this, and I kind of agreed with him. Like, and I had the same thought: it's functional. Does it look the best? No, but do you know what it is? Yes. I could, I think I would rather something like this than what we've had for uh, KOF 14 or what we had for like the beginning of Street Fighter where like there's bars that you don't even know what they are. Same thing for Guilty Gear, you know? Yeah. It, it, it doesn't feel like... Strive felt like, it, especially initially, it felt very, very awkward. This doesn't feel awkward. It feels a little plain, if anything. Mm -hmm. um, it's certainly not something that's going to make or break things for me, but um, it does feel like that's something that if if it got a fresh coat of paint between now and February, I wouldn't mind all that much. Yeah. Nor would I. But at the end of the day, it's like, look, I know what the health bar is and I know what the guard break bar is. I also know what the meter is, right? I think I vaguely remember... What was it? Was it King of Fighters 14 where it had like the word guard like that was this big and you had to like squint to see what it was? So it's like, look, man, any, I'm down, right? Function over function over uh, form. form. Thank you. So and again, like if, you know, if they work on it, great. If not, who cares? I mean, yeah, like the color is a little bit weird, right? Uh, let me go ahead and pause it again. The color is a little bit weird and it blends with the background. But at the same time, it's like. Dude, I don't think I'm going to I don't think we're going to be bothered by that after we play it more than 3 times. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um like the the character pictures seem off center. Do they? Yeah. Wow. If you pull it up, it seems like the one on the left is like right next to the health oh. bar and there's that empty space. That feels a little weird. I wonder if that, you know, plays into it a little bit for me. But Oh, it, it, just... it almost seems like it's overlapping the health bar almost. A little bit. You know, I think we're going to see what we see when this game comes out at this date. Wait. Wait. There it is. Found it. <laughs> February 17th. Man, it's, uh, it's, it feels like it's a long time away. Remember when we were saying that about 2021 too? God. Yeah. <laughs> This is actually 2020.2. <laughs> true. Very true. 
Um, you were mentioning about rush combos. What are your thoughts mm-hmm. on those? Uh, so hearing simple as a selling point kind of scares me, right? Mostly because of how we've seen the shift from Street Fighter 4 to Street Fighter 5, Guilty Gear Exer to Guilty Gear Strive. Uh, but at the same time, I don't know what it is. So maybe my gut feeling of it can be completely wrong, but that's just my knee-jerk reaction to hearing the word simple. Know what I mean? See, my, if I had to t- put a guess on it, it would be that it's basically a basic combo that you can do. Um, if you go for uh, more in- in specific inputs, you can cash out. I-, I would assume that you'd be able to cash out more damage. Where, you know, if you're doing just you know, simple punch, 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 you know, you get a combo, it, you do some damage, um, maybe not optimal damage, but you do some. And it lets players, you know, play, and if they want to worry about, you know, going deeper into the execution side of things, they can. Um, and there's a benefit for doing so if that is the case. Uh, but if the, but they don't want to if they don't have to. Some people just want to get in and get some games in and press some buttons and make some cool stuff happen. Let yep. them make some cool stuff happen and and you know do it in a way that rewards the people who do want to put more effort into uh, perfecting their execution. So I don't necessarily have a problem with it. Let them eat cake, right? Maybe that's not uh, the best. Maybe that's not the best thing to say. But uh, let's go. Let's take a look at it on the trailer, right? So simple, execute rush combos with simple button presses. So it does take two meters, right? We just saw the meter go down from five to three, uh, and I'm assuming this is probably just you know, mash it out type of thing, or maybe it's just to spend two meters and you get that. A lot of people are saying that this already exists in King of Fighters 14. I haven't played that game in a while, so I do apologize for not knowing that. But you know. Uh, it is there for newcomers, you know? Hey, uh, I'm down and, for the it, hit button, make cool thing happen. Yeah, we're not sure if it's going to be the same system or not. Right. Um, if it is the same system, I have absolutely no problem with that. Mm-hmm. Um, what I do have a problem with is you not pulling that, that female character back up. Hold on, we're getting there, Steve. There's a lot to unpack here. There right? is, but there is so much drip to unpack. Sure. All right, well, here you go. Like, obviously, we saw uh, Ash get confirmed. But my God, my God. You know, there was this whole discourse about the drip or lack thereof uh, on the Melty character uh, side of things. You can't say that here. This looks like a cool as hell character. This looks, she looks awesome. And I'm not just saying that because she's got the purple and kind of gold hair that kind of reminds me of the Minnesota Vikings. Hashtag skull. But God, she looks awesome. Like, there there are very few characters that, you know, especially recently that I look at it and think, man, they look awesome. She looks awesome. I also... You know what's crazy? So Shune was kind of like the main character for 14, and it looks like he's the main character again for this one. However, I do want to bring your attention to this other lady, 
who I think is going to be Shune's counterpart, especially since she talks a lot of shit on him in this trailer, which I'm a fan of. Uh, but she's another character who... Look, if Shune was this... I feel like Shune's a little bit of a boring character, right? Because he doesn't have much to him. Uh, aside from the tie uh, over a, dre- uh, a polo or like a short sleeve dress shirt with like a, you know, the jacket flying around. But she also has the hands who I think look a lot better than Shune's. And she's got a cool cap with some paint splatter on it. I feel like these two new characters have so much more personality than the newer characters for KOF 14. That uh, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. See, I thought... You know, with the mask and the hair and the paint splatters, my man, my mind went to uh, a fan-made, humanized uh, Splatoon OC. I was thinking more Jet Grind Radio. I mean, okay, I could see that. I could I'm see a, that. I'm a fan of Jet Grind Radio. Okay, so drip level out of 10. Uh, let's see. She's, she's, I would put her at a solid 6.5. I'll give her the full seven and a half. And here's why. Blue hair. Popping out against the purple hands along with the paint splatter, uh, pink and yellow, you know? Also the whole, like, the whole get, like, I'm a fan. You know what? I'll give her an eight. I'll give her an eight. But let's go back to, I feel like I like the second one better and Steve, you like this lady better. This is a 14 out of 10. <laughs> this, this is... This is... Alright, I'm going to make one more wrestling reference. I apologize. She is to the drip scale what Okada versus Omega is to Meltzer's five-star scale. Goes so above and beyond that it just breaks it. Alan has absolutely no idea what I'm talking about. Are you speaking a different and that's language? That's okay. I feel like you're speaking a different language. You said a lot of words that I just did not understand. <laughs> <laughs> you understood what the individual words are, but when you put them together, it, yeah. it just did not make, comprehend. I think, the, I think the only thing I understood out of that was Okada versus Omega. I'm assuming Okada is another wrestler and it's Kenny Omega. So I'm assuming you yes. mean that their match is really good. Like, they, above they, level they, good. S- several matches. Uh, if you get a chance to watch them, check them out. They are... Mwah. Chef's Kiss Good. Chef's Kiss Good. Um, Speaking of Chef's Kiss Good, this KOF reveal was Chef's Kiss Good. I just dropped the camera lens. Sorry. Uh, Can we watch the like second half of this trailer one more time? Yeah, let's check I'm, I'm going to turn on the music again, too, because it looks and sounds cool. And I'm not usually a fighting game story mode type of person, but you know what? I think I'm in. They got me. See, okay, hold on, hold on. Actually, before before we even go back, here's what bothers me about Shune the most. How the f*** is that hoodie staying on him? <laughs> what Look, the, What in uh, the f- hell? Uh, this was another thing. Uh, also, Joe Higashi popping up there is pretty good. Um, this was another thing that was pointed out. So we see the base roster on the bottom with a couple of question marks in there, but then there's all these three, uh, like three group groups of three at the top with no, uh, what do you call it? Like there, there's no, 
like we don't know what those are. I'm assuming that's DLC character shenanigans, right? Each like different team for DLC. That makes that makes perfect sense because they did announce 39 characters. There's 39 slots in those lower three roles rows. Excuse me. Uh, they did announce at, at the end of this trailer that there's going to be two teams of DLC mm -hmm. uh, that will launch with the pass that you get with the um, premium edition. I forget the exact wording on, the, on that special edition. Mm -hmm. um, so that would leave seven slots on that top row. So God character and then two more teams. Gotcha. So. All right. We got two things on here uh, on this trailer that we need to block grab. Sure. Uh, so, so should, should we do? I don't know if you can pull it up and still keep the place here. I can Steve do it. Will... Do Say it. it. Say it, Steve. It's time. It's time for block grab. Block grab. Block grab. All right, Steve. What is the first thing you want to see? So let's see. There were two bits of uh, costumes that we are uh, two costumes. That came at the end of this trailer. Sure. Um, let's pull. Let's pull up that first one. The the mark of the world mark of the wolves Terry costume. Block or grab? You go first, Steve. It. it you can't not show some love to Garo. Um, it, it just feels like. If you're going to do nostalgia, if you're going to do fan service, this is such a, you know, it's an easy way to do it. And it's, I think it's well done. I'm going to grab this easily. Okay. A uh, couple of thoughts. First, uh, Steve, I really hope that you realized what a big mistake you've made by accidentally saying Mark of the World. Because now we've leaked the Mark of the Wolves sequel. Uh, so I do apologize. Sorry, SNK. Forgive us. Uh, so I'm going to block that because, you know, now we're never going to work with SNK again, Steve. Good job. Uh, secondly, for the costume, uh, I'm going to grab. I don't have any. I don't have any, like, attachment to Mark of the Wolves. I don't think I've actually ever played it, but it seems to make a lot of people happy. So I'll grab based on that. You know? Fair. All right, let's take a look at costume number two. Mark of the Wolves, Terry. All right, so work in progress. Obviously, there's not a lot to <laughs> unpack here. But classic Leona, Steve, block or grab? I am going to block unless that work in progress stamp is incorporated into the final costume. Like, mm. I just want this to be the final costume. Like she, like you pick her, you pick the costume, and it's just like a hand-drawn version of her with work in progress all over. I I will grab that easily. Oh, I guess I'll grab it too. <laughs> uh, for the same reason, sure. I want a work in progress costume as a full costume. Sure, I'm sure there will. Although it is from King of Fighters '96. I mean. You know what, Grab? Again, this is one of those things where after they saw Classic Leona, a lot of people seem to be happy. Oh, Grab. Sure. Uh, also, I forgot to check in with the chat, but it looks like there was a lot of grabs. 
to Mark of the Wolves, Terry, and it looks like there's a couple grabs here. So I'm I'm just assuming the chat's gonna grab. And there's a whole lot of blocking on how I said wolves, or how I didn't say wolves. It happens. Um, you know, we're, we, it's we've been, been a week. It's been it's a week. been a week. It's been a week. All right, let's move on to our next trailer because this is block grab after all. What is next on the docket? Another uh, melty character. I'm really liking this. Oh, wow, this is right around the corner. I completely forgot about it. Yeah, we're, we're, we're within a month. All right. <laughs> Sorry. I just read... I just read the flavor text. Young girl training to be a Bajiquan master. All right, Steve, chat, what do you think? Blocker grab on Miyako Adima. I'm going, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling good today. I'm going to grab, you know, I, I really like a lot of those combos that, that stomp. I'm really feeling, um, she looks like she could be a lot of fun. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm down with that. Okay. Um, me again. She seems to be making people happy. She seems to be making Kwanzai sub to the channel. So thank you, Kwanzai, for forty-five months and for subbing for Miyako or Arima. Whatever. Grabbing those shoes. Uh, seems to be making a lot of people happy. Again, like I don't have a lot of experience with Melty. I do plan on picking this up and learning the crap out of it. But as of right now, I guess I'm just gonna grab because everybody else is. You know, peer pressure. Just nobody, please don't go jumping off of bridges because then that means I'm going to have to follow along. Cool. So that's uh, that's Melty. We got a couple other trailers that, Steve, I'm not going to lie to you. I am extremely excited for this next one. This one is going to shock the FGC as we know it. Everything will change. Get ready for our next block grab. I cannot believe it. Alright, Steve. Cat dog. Chat. Cat dog. Blocker grab. Uh, see. I'm gonna look on cool. I'm blocking cat dog. A, not Korra. B, I from that era, honestly, I would rather have the Angry Beavers. Call me weird. Call me a fanboy of Nick Bakai. Both of those things would be true. But I, 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 I got to counter your enthusiasm with a little bit of a lack of enthusiasm. So I am going to... I, I'm going to be the controversial guy here and block Cat Dog. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was Steve's last episode on Best of Five. Uh, from now on, it'll just be me here. Uh, Cat Dog, everybody's grabbing Cat Dog. Even the chat's grabbing Cat Dog. It's Cat Dog. How can you hate Cat Dog? So, anyway, uh, the only person in this show has grabbed along with the chat, so nobody ever blocked. All right. <laughs> Let's go on to the next trailer, uh, now that Steve has left the show. And let's check out our next block grab. 
April O'Neil. Locker grab, Steve. Welcome back to the show. Well, first of all, thank you for having me. Second of all, uh, we got to give April O'Neil a special shout out because she was announced. She she gets the Terry Bogart Award for multi-game appearances. She got announced for this and uh, the retro TMNT game mm-hmm. in like what was it? Two hours yeah. of each other. <laughs> it was very no, close. no, no. It was it was within a day because that was announced day one, and then this was day two. Uh, like this trailer was actually the last trailer of Gamescom Day Two, mm-hmm. so it was fighting games at the beginning of Day One, fighting games at the end of Day Two, and then nothing in between. If if all you care about is fighting games, um, but real talk, I actually like this character. Um, I like some of the things they've done with. Uh, she's got the mic stand. Uh, she can use to reflect projectiles. Uh, she's got the photo or, or the camera to do edge guards. Um, I, I like the cool touches. Like her, her jump split kick. Can you pull the trailer back up again? Because there's a like, yeah, she does like this weird split kick that looks really, really awkward. I know what you're talking about because we saw her hit. Cat dog with it. Powder toast man. There. There. That? Yeah. It was exactly the other one. Well, I'm sorry. It it looked a little different. But man, that that looks awkward as hell. And I'm kind of worried about that. Never going to get it. So you're worried about that, but are you blocking or grabbing? I'm gonna grab. That okay. that's my one point of contention. But yeah. yeah I'm grabbing. Um, I'm also gonna grab, but I'm gonna grab for the reason that she just basically takes a really expensive camera and rams people into them. So I'm a I'm a big grab. I'm a big fan of April O'Neil. So grabs all around. Uh except for No, actually there weren't any blocks today. I'm I'm sorry, I apologize. I'm misremembering here. Uh so grabs all around. Yeah. That's been block. I'm gonna do this. I want to get in the habit of doing this, but that's been block grab. I forgot to reset this, so we're just gonna look at this for a sec. All right, moving on. Two. Actually, you know what? Hold on, Steve. Before we move on to our next, uh, our next topic, uh, there's been, you know, uh. It's, we were talking about in the very top of the show that sometimes some self-care is needed, right? And, you know, support groups are a great way of taking care of yourself. Um, And we've recently heard of a support group that uh, I believe we need to talk about and we need to share. So, ladies and gentlemen, please, uh, I'm going to let Sharpie take this one. It's your first time here. Let's talk to you. Hi. I'm Stacy, and I, I, I play Zangief in Street Fighter. Hi, Stacy. Very often, I, I just, I feel like, you know, I'm about to get nerfed. I, I don't feel like the damage that I'm doing is fair. It feels like it's too much damage, you know? Like, what's to stop? What's to stop anyone from saying, well, Zangief doesn't deserve this, you know? Every single night, I, 
I'm, I'm terrified that I'm gonna wake up. Capcom's gonna come out with a new patch and just something's going to do 30% less than it does already. And I, I just, I can't live with that stress. If I don't have my damage, who am I? Who am I? You know? It's terrifying. I feel like a cheater. Thank you for your strength in sharing today, Stacy. Thank, Thank you, you for, for sharing, sharing Stacy. I feel like Sharpie is like tap dancing on that line where once you cross it, you are going to get quote tweeted by scrub quotes. <laughs> it's going to happen. She is going to slip over that line one of these days. Well, it, it will happen. Everybody keep a lookout for that. Uh, but anyway, self-care. That's today's lesson. All right, let's get into this Guilty Gear Strive update. So I'm going to be straight up with you all. I had a Jacko breakdown planned, but I'm not organized. And I forgot to have... I forgot to discuss it and putting it on the show. So, unfortunately, no Jacko breakdown for us. However, I do want to talk a little bit about this Guilty Gear update because it is while it isn't a giant update, right? They're, they've stated that the big update for Guilty Gear is going to be coming, as far as balance goes, uh, is going to be in October. However, this update was still very important. And here's why. A lot of the changes that they made to these characters. Uh, we thought it was going to be normalizing them, right? Like, oh, Maze Dolphin? They're gonna nerf it. Oh, uh, Potemkin? Shenanigans? Garuda? They're gonna nerf it. Oh, Soul? They're gonna nerf him. Guess what? They adjusted very little things, right? Like, they fixed, quote-unquote, uh, Soul's slash, right? Like, the big punch that everybody likes to mash. Uh, but everything else was just buffs, right? Like, they basically took what those characters were doing and just doubled down. They basically put their chips on the table and they're like, hey, deal with it, right? So Garuda, still in there. But Temkin got a couple buffs. Uh, the biggest winner, I think, in the patch was uh, Leo. Because Leo's, the strongest aspect of Leo's game was his back turn. His back turn stance, he had so many options. He could cancel out of things. He could cancel when the cancels, do all this crazy shenanigans. So a lot of people were expecting them to take that, uh, to take that away. However, the devs gave him more options. They made it better. His back turn stance is like the greatest thing on earth now. Uh, they buffed Zato. Zato can do crazy recalls with Eddie now. My main Giovanna, she got her better 6P, but that was about it. You know, I guess the rest of the characters are right. Uh, but yeah, uh, there it's just been a bunch of double downs. Everybody got buffed. Very, very little nerfs. I wouldn't even call them nerfs. I think they were just adjustments, right? So I'm excited to see what comes out in October, man. It looks like Guilty Gear is just going to be a wild and crazy game in the best way possible. And then uh, uh, with... Jacko out, she is crazy. She's super tough to play. I don't have the brain to play Jacko uh, because of the minion summoning, and you have to manage the minion meter, right? Because that minion meter is like, it's not only when you can summon the minion, it's also 
what orders you can give them. And each minion, I feel, is uh, like can get two orders and get hit around twice before they disappear. So it's super tough, but she is super strong when she gets going, man. It, it, she's gonna be she's gonna be a tough character to deal with when somebody gets their hand on her that knows what they're doing. So I think Guilty Gear is building up for something good in October. I'm kind of excited about it. I'm not gonna lie to you. Chat. Everybody's talking about Jacko in the chat. So, and I know Steve, you had your famous rant about the anus last time around. So, she Did turns you out we really have to butt in with that. Yep, turns out there's a there's a bandwagon caboose trailer being put. I'm try yeah. I tried to do it. I tried to do it. I'm, I can't do it. The fact the fact that we missed last week means we uh. Missed the caboose that was the Jacko challenge. What was the which Jacko was? It, it was that was the hashtag that was sweeping the world, where uh, people and or drawings of people and thankfully for the spines of humans, mostly it was drawings tried to emulate uh, Jacko's pose oh. uh, with. Varying degrees of success and in varying degrees of dress. How many people got injured? I haven't kept track. I keep track of a lot of things. Um, Jacko challenge related injuries, unfortunately, not among them. Um, when the fifth Guilty Gear game comes out, I'll try and keep uh, better tabs on that. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. But the end of the day big old update coming in october so everybody get ready uh i so here's the other thing too in the jackal trailer they also announced that uh or they showed the uh the the map for the or like the the content map for the next couple of characters we have one more character coming in 2021 and that's it until next year so is that character coming in october i don't think so but uh but we'll keep a lookout on it. So we have an update in the chat. Uh, Ciro the hero got injured during the Jackal challenge. So Ciro, we do wish you the best. Please, uh, you know, self-care and all that. Uh, Blue said he did it and he's fine. And if, if he's fine, he didn't do it. Yeah, that's true. Or at least he didn't do it right. Yeah. Because that, that just... It, spines are not meant to curve that way. I'm sorry. Yeah. Just not... It just does not happen, and the, and especially for female characters because you've got other things that throwing off your balance. There, the logistics are just not with it. I'm sorry. Oh, so you can so you can call out logistics, uh, with with the Jacko challenge, but I can't call out the logistics people. of Shune's uh coat. If we're talking about real people, then yes, we are, you know, we're calling that out. If we're talking about fictional characters, we can let that rock. We can let that slide. Gotcha. All right, Steve, I think it is time for us to get to our last segment of the day. For those of you that don't know, I said this earlier, our last segment is called Quick Hits. Quick Hits is where we go over everything else that was on the docket. And I think we should be starting with some breaking news. 
we do have a bit of breaking news uh, for Skullgirls. Uh, just announced within the last 10 minutes, Umbrella, the new character, is now playable on Steam uh, in alpha form. So if you have a Season 1 pass, you can now play uh, Umbrella, uh, the alpha version of Umbrella, right now. Uh, still some work to go, and a lot of the animations are going to be not fully done, or at least not fully colorized. Mm -hmm. uh, but you can get your hands on Umbrella and Hungern right now uh, if you are a pass holder. Uh, they are also having a sale to coincide with the launch. Uh, the game itself is 60% off, and uh, they've got a 30% off sale for the season one pass so uh for the u.s at least that means that if i can get this link to work i apologize uh the the game itself or the the game itself is on sale for 9.99 on steam and the season pass is on sale for 24.49 uh those are normally 24.99 for the game and Thirty-four ninety-nine for the pass, respectively. So there you go, Skullgirl fans. You like shielding yourself from the rain? Umbrella's out. Go get her after the show. Uh, or you can start start downloading it now, and then in in ten minutes you can go play. Steve, there's more quick hits. Got to keep these quick. First, Ultra Chen TV. Our rivals, I guess. I'm kidding. They're not our rivals. Uh, Rising Tide raises all ships. I think that's something we need to remember here. Uh, and I say we, I mean me. Ultra Chen TV announced that they're doing a commentator cup in Guilty Gear. And they announced the roster. Or the participants. And there's a couple names in there that I'm interested in. So let's take a look, shall we, Steve? Let's, let's, let's do that. Let's take a look. So, so go ahead. Uh, this will take place on September 17th, uh, two weeks from Friday. It will start at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Uh, it is the Commentator Cup, so it is an invitational event uh, for commentators only. So I don't know who's commentating the commentators. It might be the same person who's watching The Watchmen, but... Mm -hmm. uh, that will take place in a couple weeks, and we have a few names that you're probably familiar with. One name, if you follow this show with any sort of regularity, you'll be very familiar with. Purple Sharpie! She is in the mix. Uh, you've also got, let's run through this, Hell Pockets, Ryan Hunter, Romanova, Vicious, Sajam, St. Cola, Proxy, Ski Sonic, Ebonic Plague, Saki Sakura, Callisto, Jadelin, uh, Clage, Raph, Sharpie, and Metaape. That is a list of commentators. And I'm excited to see this happen. I'm excited to see this happen. Who, who we... you got? Like, about... Okay, okay, let's Hold do on. this. Oh, We're yeah. assuming Sharpie wins. We are oh. assuming Sharpie wins. So who finishes second? Okay, I wasn't going to go a completely different direction with that. I was going to ask, 
since Sharpie unfortunately couldn't be with us today, do we want to place bets on how far she makes it? I, I, I feel like we have a conflict of interest there. I feel I feel bad. We can do that next week. Okay. All right. We Sounds can do good. that next week once she's back. But I'm down with doing like a pizza bet on who finishes second. Uh, who finishes best in the non-sharpie category? Gotcha. Okay. Uh, who you got, Steve? You pick first. <sighs> I gotta I gotta go with the Midwest. Um, I gotta go with Callisto. Yeah. Because. You know, you know, there's a kinship between, you know, both cooking aficionados, both representing the Midwest. Um, plus, he ends all his streams with uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme dancing, and you can't top that. I'm sorry. So, yeah. Callisto, you are my pick. I've made my decision. Ebonic plays making it to the top, baby. Let's go. Well, next to the top. Yes. The Sharpie's taking this free. Yes. Well, yeah, that is Ebonic our official my position. Pick. All right. Do, you got we, so that's a pizza, right? That's a pizza? That's a pizza. All right, shake on Whoever it. finishes... <laughs> wait, wait. I got to do the other hand. Oh. No, no. You, no, yeah, you, you stick with your original hand. Okay. No. Well, there we high, go. This is a high five. <laughs> the, the, oh, God. All right. You know what? <laughs> There's a part of me that, that feels was... bad. There, there's a part of me that feels bad I didn't pick Raf because he's a Texas guy. He's a Houston guy. But you know, if Raf wins, I'll feel bad about it. You know what? I just feel bad about that handshake. Okay, well let's uh, try let's again. Let's talk about. No, no, let's not. Let's let's just talk Eve, about. It's a pizza bet. We got to shake on it. Or maybe we can just do the the FGC shake on it, like from across the ballroom when you're playing placing a bet. There you go. All right. Well, the, the point and the nod. Yeah, I got you. All right. All right. Next. Sorry, these are quick hits. Uh, <laughs> let's talk. Let's let's talk about some achievements. Okay. Uh, someone. Someone had uh, a lifetime of achievement recognized within the FGC, mm -hmm. and that was Mr. Justin Wong. Justin Wong was honored. As part of the Esports Awards Lifetime Achievement Class of 2021. Wow. One of, uh, excuse me, one of six people, or one of seven people to be awarded uh, a Lifetime Achievement Award in this, at this year's Esports Awards. Uh, the, the awards were given out just a few days ago. Uh, we can take a look at the full list. They include uh, some famous names like Amy Brady and Amber Dalton, who were co-founders of the PMS clan. Uh, Miss Harvey, who is a multiple-time uh, champion in Counter-Strike and Counter-Strike Go. Um, you've got Walshy, uh, the Halo legend there. Uh Carmack, who helped found the Intel Extreme Masters series, and Adam Apicella, I might be pronouncing that wrong, uh, but a founding MLG employee. So, congratulations to everyone there, as, as well as Justin Wong. 
as well. No, uh, no, that's a big up for Justin Wong, man. He's been around and he's done so much for the FGC. So it's re really nice to see him get recognized, not only in our circle of uh, the world, but also in the greater uh, esports circle as well. Um, and I do want to drop just a quick hint. We did, I did sit down with Justin a couple weeks ago, and I'm editing a couple things. We're going to have a couple things added into the show in the next couple weeks, so get ready. Uh, I'm a big fan of Justin Wong's, so big ups to him. All right, last on our quick hits segment that aren't so quick. We need to work on that for next time. <laughs> uh, this one's a little bit of a downer, or maybe it's not a downer. I don't know. Uh, announced, I think it was either today or yesterday. Yeah, um, effective today, actually. Oh, effective so, today. The uh, Our yes. boy, Motohiro Okubu from Bandai Namco, also known as the person who brought back Soul Calibur, uh, was uh, uh, the big spearhead of Soul Calibur Six. has announced that he will be leaving Bandai Namco, effective today. Yeah, so he took to Twitter to post in both English and Japanese... Uh, his departure. He said, quote, It's been a while, but I will leave Bandai Namco Entertainment on August 31st, which is today. Uh, from tomorrow, I will be working at a game company located in Shibuya. 25 years ago, I joined the company then known as Namco and met various people. I am grateful to all the people I met. Especially through Soul Calibur VI, I received enormous power from players all over the world. Thank you very much. End quote. Yeah. So, and of, of course, we know uh, he was the person who spearheaded Soul Calibur, but he also did a lot of work in Tekken 7, man. So, a lot of the games we're playing are thanks to him. And Pac-Man 99. And Pac-Man 99. That's right. I actually played that a little bit the other day. It's a great game. Very fun. So, uh, I, I'm interested in seeing uh, what direction Soul Calibur goes from here obviously they've bandai namco has a lot on their plate fighting game wise uh soul caliber and tekken uh tekken appears you know is the more commercially successful of the two certainly uh they also have a hand in dbfc mm -hmm. so um certainly certainly interesting to see where uh this leaves soul caliber's future um, it might be a little bit before we see a Soul Calibur 7, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but, but hey. Yeah, we, Okubo, we wish you all the best. Um, best of luck in whatever you and your team in Shibuya are going to be doing. And don't, don't be a stranger. Yeah. No, I'm excited to see what comes out of that crew in Shibuya. I, I don't know... I don't think I know any game developers located there. I don't have that kind of knowledge, but we can all... Sp Maybe we'll sleuth next episode. Maybe I'll go sleuthing and we'll find some answers for next episode. However, that was the end of Quick Hits. So thanks for joining us for that. And that brings us to the unfortunate end of our show this week. So we talked a lot about uh so oh yeah I just want to I just want to do a little bit of a recap right we talked about Vortex Gallery that's starting this coming weekend so big ups to them please go support them uh we talked a lot about uh the Nick the Nickelodeon game so that's going to be tons of fun Melty's coming out in the next month September's September's uh shaping up to be a pretty good month for the FGC 
Should be, and you've got more on the horizon too, because they just announced, uh, uh, or we've got CEO coming up in a few months. We've got um, Climax of Night coming up. Summer Jam was was a big success this weekend. Yeah, NEC got announced. Oh yeah, that's something we didn't talk about. Or I don't think NEC got announced, but they went over. Uh, I know Biggie dropped a little bit of info on. Uh, Oh my God, brain! Please work. Uh, Biggie so, dropped a little so, bit of info on NEC on Facebook. That's what yep, I want. So to he's, they announced that there's going to be eleven main games. Uh, they announced eight of them so far: Strive, Street Fighter Five, Soul Calibur Six, Tekken Seven, DBFC, Marvel Three, Grand Blue, and Melty. Mm-hmm. Uh, so three more main games plus uh, two special events. And uh, space for community-run side tournaments. Yep. Yeah, big up to Big E and the crew. I have a big south spot for Big E Gaming, because if it wasn't for them, I probably wouldn't be in the FGC today. So, big ups to them. Um, I think that's going to be it for Best of Five today. So, thank you so much, everybody, for hanging out with us. Uh, we're, again, I want to wanna just tease it out. We got a lot of cool stuff coming down the pipeline. Uh, so tons of, tons of stuff is going to be, uh, changing in the show in a good way. Uh, hopefully we'll have the full crew back in next week so we can have a big, big fun times, uh, in the September. So thanks everybody for surviving August with us and moving into September. Steve, thank you for being here as always. You're an amazing human and I appreciate you. This is Steve. He's my main squeeze. Ace King Offsuit Jurek. You can follow him that, on Twitter uh, at Ace King Offsuit. Go ahead. Thank you for only kicking me off for a little bit. I probably deserve to be kicked off for a little longer, but yeah, I can't stay mad at you forever, even though your opinion oh. is wrong about Catog. Uh, I've been Elon. <laughs> this is my Twitter handle right here. You can follow me there. Uh, I've been tweeting. I've been tweeting a little bit more. It's crazy. I don't know what I'm doing with myself that I'm tweeting more, but here we are. This has been episode uh, ep- the last episode of August for Best of Five. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us. Anything else, Steve? That's about it. Okay. Do your do, thing. Do I get to say the thing? Do the thing. Good night, Canada. Fuck, I forgot to do Sharpie's line. Okay, we're not... Uh, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, wait. Wait. Everybody relax. All right, do the thing. Remember, every real combat, every real combat. All right, every that's real it. Podcast We're out. has a side off. <laughs> no. <laughs>